0: Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Baby Metal podcast. It's December 22nd, 2019, here as we record. The podcast is a place where we gather on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul and I am joined by Kevin.
1: Hey, welcome everybody.
0: So this is it. This is the um, last episode of 2019. Uh, as promised 2019 had big things.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: So there's a couple of sort of news things that I think are worth talking about, even though I think a lot of what we want to spend the time doing is talking kind of about our thoughts about the past year. It actually has been a pretty eventful year.
1: Certainly the most eventful year since I've been a fan. Yeah.
0: And the funny thing is that like uh, nothing happened until April.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was really backloaded, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, it definitely made the year or the rest of the year go by really fast for me. I can't believe it's almost 2020 already. Yeah,
0: I know. Now I was uh, in sort of in preparation for this. I was kind of making a little list of, you know, sort of significant dates along the way in the year. And it is really funny how it's sort of like January. There's a thing. February, there's a couple of things. <laughs> you know, nothing yeah. happened in March.
1: And then suddenly you need a spreadsheet to keep track of it all.
0: Right so that's cool but yeah so we uh, on a couple of different platforms we asked people to submit their stories from the year um, under the hashtag kitsune moments uh, and a lot of people responded so there's a lot of interesting things uh, and I, we will later on kind of go through those I think and just sort of talk about them and and you know share in the in the festive end of 2019 look back on that and look ahead to 2020
1: Yeah. A lot more people participated than I expected. And I think any of us expected, which was awesome. So thank you to everybody who responded to this. Um, I can't wait to go through them. I had a lot of fun reading them all. I know we all did. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fun to talk about those in here in a little bit.
0: And if you're listening to this and you didn't hear about that ahead of time, the hashtag still exists. (laughs) Feel free to keep, you know, keep (laughs) submitting them after this.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely.
0: There's a couple of, uh, news things. Um, one thing that happened is that uh, Sue turned 22. Way. It, it's kind of weird because this year I didn't, it was, it was more momentous somehow the last couple of years than this year just kind of came and went this time for me, but.
1: Well, let's see a couple of years ago, she had a massive two day concert extravaganza to celebrate her birthday. Yeah. So hard to kind of top that. I can see how 22 doesn't feel special <laughs> or as <Yeah>. special <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah that was cool we got we got a you know a tweet from the official and you had a, a little meetup right uh, uh we did a yeah in advance
1: here in our northern california bay area we celebrated with cake sushi drinks and just a uh, you know friendship and whatnot in san francisco it was a good time
0: yeah that seems fun uh, i don't know what i was doing i don't think i did anything <laughs> but i I I thought you know i thought sort of congratulatory thoughts in japan's direction
1: ah nice (laughs) hoping that that's where she is i'm sure she made it so
0: um and yeah i mean there's there's a actually if you pay attention i didn't actually collect all of these things but there's a lot of really neat you know like fan art and messages and things like that that, Mm -hmm. that people were posting and so
1: it's always a celebration
0: uh another thing that i think is fairly major might might warrant a little bit more discussion is that we got a actual video clip for dada dance that was kind of a surprise
1: a clip you're gonna call it a clip i'll call it a music video
0: okay that's that's fine <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't have called it a clip except for like all the uh the, like, i believe that's sort of that's kind of what they call it in japan right so a clip yeah music clip
1: i hadn't heard that
0: really oh yeah so like if you look at what um what's included in uh now now i'm forgetting exactly but like you know the things that are included with like the the dvds included with the albums Mm -hmm. and stuff they'll they'll often call them music clips
1: but oh interesting Yeah, music video is fine well you learn something every day
0: video is what i usually called them back in my ancient days
1: but what do you think i guess i guess we're, we're all on the topic of what to call the thing when i think of a music video i don't necessarily think of just a live performance i think of something more produced um but anyways it was nice to see... It's always nice to see content, right? Um I thought it was a really interesting choice to split two concerts that happened months apart to create it. And I would actually really like to know the creative reason for why they did that. So some of it was from the forum where they debuted the song live and some of it was from... um Is it Saitama Super Arena? Uh Yes. Yeah. Anyways... They chose to use two different performances and the studio recording of the song for the video. Um, I'm not really a fan of the using the studio recordings over the lives, um, mostly because you can obviously tell that what you're seeing doesn't match with what you're hearing. And as a video and creative guy, it also bothers me that there's a lack of continuity because you can tell the stages are wildly different. And to the real keen, you can see that both Avengers make their music video debut which is kind of bizarre from an editing perspective to have one person replaced with another person only to be replaced again at the end. (laughs) That's really kind of weird, but Hey, we got a new music video.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's the cuts, the cuts are constant, you know, too. So, so you have one Avenger and then two seconds later, the other one Mm -hmm. and then back, you know, Um, and it is pretty weird having it switch back and forth from like one stage to the other. I, I did kind of suspect that maybe, you know, there's something wrong with some of the footage from, from the, you know, like the SSA show or something. Um, Maybe. So that they couldn't use it or, I mean, honestly, I would prefer, you know, if it were just my call for it to all have been from the SSA show, because we are, we know we're going to see it in the forum anyway.
1: Mm, (laughs) Like true. So
0: I want to see the big triangles. Yeah anyway yeah so so that's weird that it's cut together they've never really done that before mm-hmm. um it's pretty much like in in any of their music videos well road of resistance might be different but but the rest of them are all studio audio right yes um yeah but this one somehow seems even more it's not synced as well
1: as i would no. like uh moa's rap in particular in the middle is really exactly. bad it's super yeah. obvious, you know, I don't think she was singing that part live anyway, but they didn't even make an attempt to sync the audio there.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, they, they, they could have slipped the video ahead or behind, you know, a few frames just for that to make it match the studio. Um, yeah. And
1: they even accidentally released it early or something and then took it down and then brought it back later. So that they had an opportunity to fix stuff like that, I suppose. Um yeah,
0: although I, th- I think they took it. It was only down for like a couple hours, so I mean, uh, maybe even just an hour. So I think it was a. Uh, I can't imagine they re-rendered it.
1: Hey, you never know. The it, it, production of that quality of that much money spent on it. If you caught a glaring mistake, I'd want it re-rendered and re-uploaded.
0: Yeah. Oh, and also the thumbnail. What is this deal with that? For some reason, they the thumbnail image has looks uh, makes it look like they're at the North Pole or something. It's just like all white. <laughs> But um, it's interesting because I was thinking about that a little, you know, like what they could have picked for a thumbnail that, um, you know, that would have looked better. And as I was sort of scrubbing through it, looking for things, every almost everything I picked looked like something else because they have, uh, like, you know, they have that, that sort of tunnel uh, video mm-hmm. behind them a lot of the time. But if you stop it, it winds up looking like Shanti, Shanti, Shanti quite a bit.
1: You know, it's almost like they whoever's managing the YouTube channel or the marketing or whatever doesn't realize that you can upload a custom thumbnail because it looks like it's the one that's being auto grabbed from YouTube and generated as a thumbnail.
0: Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> that's possible.
1: <laughs> Cause the shanti 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 one is kind of like that too. Just a random point in the song.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think they could have, they could have picked a good one with the, like the blue, like the red and blue planet thing coming up behind them. Yeah, Sure. But uh, cause that, that is definitely different from the other ones,
1: but yeah, it's like the whole thing just kind of lacks an attention to detail and it seems like yeah. it was just kind of, oh shoot, we should throw something out. Here you go. Have, have this. And they did it in an afternoon. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a little bit disappointing cause I would kind of like, I hesitate, not that I really have that many people that I would share it with, but regardless, like this doesn't seem like I would pass it on to somebody as their first thing. You know? Yeah, sure. And it, I could have <laughs> if it had been better, but having it bop around like that um, between shows and, and having it not be synced. And I, you know, I really think the close camera on Ma and having the audio out of sync, is just ridiculous. It's
1: awful. Really disappointing. It's really, it's really bizarre. You'd, you'd think with a group that's kind of known for their attention to detail and how they put their product together, they would, catch stuff like that, or at least not allow things like that to happen.
0: Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder if we'll see the triangles at legend metal galaxy. I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping we do, um, <laughs> but just because I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of afraid that we're not going to get to see much more of them otherwise,
1: but the triangles are cool. Yeah. Well, we'll find out here in about a month.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, what else to say I don't know, I think that was about it, but but you know we we got that it was a surprise, nobody was expecting it. you know it's again live like all the rest of them have been you mm. know ever since the ones that we hated,
1: yeah, <laughs> so it speaking of the ones we hated, do you think they're ever going to go back to doing those produced more traditional music video type releases?
0: it's a good question it, it doesn't seem like it really showcases them exactly. I'm not sure it's the right move exactly you know mm. the when they were starting off, they were making music videos like people made music videos because they mm-hmm. weren't a, a thing but and then distortion and starlight i think were just placeholders really yeah i agree so i don't know i don't know what i think i mean it'd be interesting to see what they come up with if they come up with something interesting
1: yeah i think they have the ability to i mean their early music videos are excellent
0: i don't know what i think i mean i, I do <laughs> i do kind of feel like the ones that we're getting it's getting a little repetitive <laughs> i mean i, I guess yeah. we thought that already with um, elevator girl right yes but, let's see, maybe we can move on to other things. There's a, there's, there was a, just a, uh, raft a raft. Is that a good word for this? I don't know. Like a lot <laughs> of announcements of more shows and festivals and magazines and stuff. Um, so I don't think we need to talk that much about these, but, um, but it's interesting how much they're doing. So, yeah. uh, not fest Japan was announced rock em ring and rock M park again those were streamed last year so where one of them was i think both of them were
1: yes yes both were
0: they're playing in warsaw on june 8th what i guess i lined this up in the show notes in in date order so so not fest japan is march 20th but then the rest of these dates are in june and basically it's just straight through june uh nova rock in austria june 10th green 10th to 13th somewhere greenfield festival in switzerland june 11th to 13th somewhere download uk again maybe that's a surprise i don't know (laughs) um Utrecht on the 17th, Grass Pop in Belgium on the 19th, Hellfest on the 21st, Madrid uh, on the 23rd, and Barcelona on the 24th. Spain's happy about that. I'm sure. Oh, and this, I think I missed this when it was announced before, but uh, the support shows for Europe, it was Creeper and now Skinned. Yes. And I don't know either of these groups, but.
1: I don't either, but man, if you're going to be in Europe next year, you're going to have the opportunity to go to a ton of shows
0: yeah it's it's just insane how many shows they're doing
1: <laughs> how, it's it really exhausting just... to thinking about and i'm sitting i'm sitting here i'm sitting here wondering you know how all the japanese mates that go to every single show are going to pull off doing the entire u.s and then flying and doing all of europe next summer because <laughs> you know some of them are going to do it
0: <laughs> it seems like this is a you know this is their their desperate attempt to shake shake off kenji right <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh no i think he's attached like gum yeah
0: <laughs> anyway yeah so so the, there's no there's no let up in these shows i mean i guess um uh i don't think we know what's happening in late summer <laughs> so
1: no but yeah believe it or not there's more dates available they're not completely booked next year so they could be add more
0: yeah true um there were a couple of so I forget if we talked about this last time we might, we may have, but I think we did. Yeah. Cause I remember trying to pronounce diversity, but uh, there were a couple of the one exclusive shows that they had and they turned out to be basically just small shows. So sort of like us tour yeah. style shows.
1: Which is cool. Normally they have to fly out here. At least lately they've had to fly out to the U S to be close and be in a small venue. So Happy. Uh, all those guys got to do that without having to fly across the world.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you had to be a you had to win the lottery, but yeah, well, uh, but still, it's cool. And they're like, I guess the next then the things that are coming up before twenty nineteen ends are what they they have a music station ultra super live on December twenty seventh.
1: Yeah, here in about a week, back on TV for the first time in a couple of years.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't really understand what's going to happen there. They they're listed as playing Papaya, which I guess so. I guess they're just going to play the song. It would be nice if they talked.
1: Well, yeah, so I think last time they did that, they interviewed for a little bit. I think if it's the show I'm thinking of and the one I'm thinking of, they have several groups on. It's a I think it's an hour long show. Every group gets a song or two and they talk to every group briefly. Uh mm-hmm. so we might get an interview um before they go off and play.
0: Yeah, and that one, this this in particular, I don't know, I don't think we know actually when they're going to be. Um this is 11 hours though. <laughs> so right. it's somewhere in an 11 hour window. It's like a cable installation. <laughs> anyway yeah that's that's pretty cool and then uh they're doing countdown japan 1920 december 28th again sometime i'm not sure when uh and then i guess in january wow will broadcast the forum and then there'll be legend metal galaxy that's what we know in the near future
1: woohoo
0: yep okay so magazines they they're basically in everything you know so Mm -hmm. um burn January, 2020, B-U-R-R-N. I don't think this was very much of anything, but I, you know, I've got two sitting in Tenso. (laughs) Um, Nylon, Japan, February, 2020, um, which is supposed to be released on December 26th and claims to have some discussion of the 10th anniversary. So that's interesting. I don't know if that's going to be the first information that we have. Maybe. It seems weird that they would, you know, the first announcement would be in just some interview.
1: They might do something at the end of Legend Metal Galaxy do a video or something
0: well yeah no i think i think that's actually kind of likely but this is going to be like a month earlier this interview so and then krang just says you know like nonstop every every issue there they've got something i want to talk a little bit about the most recent uh, krang but first i wanted to mention that pmc volume 15 which is from a while ago had an interview with mikiko and that interview is translated and that is really interesting to read mostly I want to just promote it as a thing to read. I mean, like it's, there's, it's dense enough with interesting content that everyone should read it for themselves.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, talks about uh, how everybody's evolved as dancers and grown up and how she's been able to adapt more, I don't know, adult choreography and highlight different parts of the body because they're better dancers and adults now. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of some of the inspirations behind some of the other stuff she mentions. Uh, she'd done a lot of the Indian Style stuff with perfume already, so coming up with Shanti 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 uh, wasn't terribly difficult. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's a pretty good read. I would definitely recommend it.
0: I think one of the things that so mikiko is kind of in this weird periphery where she's really you know the part of the team, but at the same time kind of half out of the team as well, mm-hmm. and so she's sort of she's kind of less constrained in a way, I guess, <laughs> what she says, <laughs> but. So so it was really kind of interesting to see you know her thoughts about how they just kind of how they dealt with um this let's see if maybe I can, maybe I actually can read a little part of it that yeah, yeah she's she's talking a little bit about kind of like the anxiety they had you know so I'll just read a bit of the translated quote but uh Mikiko was saying uh, they had the feeling that we do not want to put this put an end to this now and that we do not want to disappoint anybody with our new formation and she said it was true that baby model was not something that they, they started themselves, but whether a phenomenon that they were experiencing and therefore a fragile thing to them. And however, while, while going through this, no way could this happen kind of experience. They have been asking themselves for the past year, whether this is a thing we, we would work on for our lives from now or with our lives from now. And, you know, just sort of like talking about them, you know, whatever, kind of like agonizing a little bit over, you know, are are they going to lose this? Do they want to keep going? Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that's, it's much sort of clearer than uh, anything else we've read. It's what we all assumed. Right. So it's, it's really nice. It's very, it's very sort of a very positive overall interview. Okay. Sorry. There, I said I wasn't going to talk about it then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And now you've talked about it. Now you've done it.
0: Okay. So then um, the thing I wanted to, to mention from Krang is this, and uh, now what was the cover? But The cover was basically just like reflecting back on 2019. Kerrang asks a bunch of different groups about the, their thoughts. And we actually got some thoughts from Sue metal and Ma metal as well. So, you know, it's been a big year for the Kawaii metal stars, it says, and then they ask them a bunch of questions. Um, so Kevin, you said you had read this, right? Yes. So you want to <laughs> go over your highlights of their highlights?
1: <laughs> sure. Um, you know, it's a lot of the same kind of, feel and information um we've gotten before, but you know, there's some there's some new nuggets in there. Um Moa reaffirms her love of food. Um that was probably my favorite part. (laughs) What do you wish you could have done more of in 2019? It's a little personal, but I regret not being able to eat some foods I would have loved to try during the US run. (laughs) Uh, Because I'm usually in the US for work, it's difficult to eat whatever I want, so I think I need to visit again in the future. I really love to eat and I think about food so much. In 2020, I would like to focus on eating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so it's so perfect. Yeah. she definitely knows that this is her like this is the thing you know this uh-huh. is what she has provided to people as her characteristic. But yeah, she's just she's just hanging
1: on. <laughs> she's just really good at staying on message.
0: In <laughs> in the, in the uh, Mikiko uh, interview, she said something about. Um, she's talking about something but she says uh, they're good at performing with a bit of humor particularly moa metal <laughs> <laughs> i think that's about right
1: yeah yeah um you know sue talks about performing at glastonbury um and how kind of special that is because it's you know one of the bigger festivals in the world yeah it, you know it's pretty short i think it's only eight or ten questions um i definitely recommend checking it out it's in english it's been scanned it's online we can put a link to it in our show notes, but it's definitely worth five minutes reading through.
0: <laughs> How excited are you for the upcoming metal galaxy tour? Mo? metal extending both my arms as far as I can would not be enough to illustrate the size of my excitement. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, you know, I feel almost bad for Sue here in a way, because like, you know, she's getting pretty straightforward answers and, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, Mo is sort of stealing the stage there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's very cool. It's, it's, um, it's really neat to you know now be back in this era where they're in everything i mean i think you know it's we're at a point where we can no longer really talk about every article because they're just they're just too too many.
1: many yeah
0: so um that sort of them looking back on their 2019 seemed like a fairly good segue to um go to our own show topic we have a show topic yes we do since this is the end of 2019 uh so as i mentioned at the beginning i guess we you know we had people uh, how did how was that described it was sort of like you know your favorite you know baby metal related moments from 2019 yeah uh, hashtag kitsune moments
1: and i got a credit uh metal incarnate on twitter um we asked our audience you know what, what kind of things we should talk about for this episode and he had the great idea of you know asking people what they thought of 2019 um and this is how we came up with that so yep. thank you for it the idea super well yeah <laughs> The uh, I gotta say we did not expect the response and the number of responses and engagement we got with this, um, and it was really cool uh, to engage with everybody this way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, just as a maybe just a start before we actually get to that, um, I, I have a little list of things that happened during the year, just in case you didn't quite remember. So, yeah. um, I would say I would I would classify the beginning of the year as the uh, the New Year's tweet that we got with the. Mm-hmm the galaxy arc you know and these hashtags that meant nothing (laughs) um and then so that was the end of december um end of january we got we heard about summer sonic middle of you know sort of beginning of february we had this cryptic tweet that says expect big things in 2019
1: big things
0: (laughs) yeah so everybody mocked that for a bit (laughs) um but like nothing was happening uh you know, end of February, we had we had this sort of announcement of the next next round of the the one membership. But you know, I mean, like with, without anything other than just sort of like financial details. Mm-hmm. Fox Day came. That was this year, right? Fox Day came, and then like nothing happened until 11 p.m. or something. Yeah, it was really late. So that was that was pretty ridiculous. But we did at least at that point get the Yokohama Nagoya shows announced, mm-hmm. named Legend M uh, the second one and then the existence of the new album as well. So the year really started then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah. So, um, April 22nd, the forum was announced, uh, elevator girl was pre-announced like in advance of its actual release. April 23rd, Brixton was announced. We had had sort of a hint that that was coming and it did. Cause there was some kind of leak over the like O2 network it was ridiculous because it was between the shows they'd already announced in Japan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: and they announced after aftershock end of april super slipper they announced may 10th elevator girl single was released and the u.s tour was announced so after everyone had bought their forum tickets mm-hmm. of course may 13th chosen seven the one set was announced with this special secret golden disc that was you know ended up being Papia. Uh, end of may glastonbury was announced with even more ridiculous timing <laughs> <laughs> so uh then we had uh in june they announced live viewings for the Legend M show. Uh, they, I mean, like, you know, that they were selling tickets to them because they had sold out. Yep. June 27th, Papaya was released. June 28th, we learned the release date for Metal Galaxy and the European tour in November end dates. So things are really heating up. And I remember actually June 28th, that was, that's the day I remember as being the, like, you know, everything just exploding date. Yep. So that was the Yokohama show. Then what? July 1st, Papaya video. Somehow they managed to cut that together in time. <laughs> like in a day and a half or whatever. It's still it holds up. You know, it's just pretty with, good. With better
1: people. audio syncing than Dada da Dance.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what else? August ninth we had uh, we got the announcement of the art for the, the special edition covers and the track list. August sixteenth, Elevator Girl English version was released to universal acclaim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry i cracked myself up yes
0: but uh then let's see this september we had um bring me the horizon was announced as an opener end of september shanti 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 very end of september legend metal galaxy was announced and then october 11th the forum metal galaxy october 12th we had uh a bit of dada dance actually tweeted out so pro shot video immediately hmm the people we recognize in the audience and i'm just i'm running out of energy now (laughs) you
1: remember the rest pretty pretty crazy yeah
0: cam metal in the chat room says hey i'm in that that's true Uh we knew we knew the people
1: (laughs) lots of people in that so cool
0: yeah so it really seems like i don't know they did they really recently have not let more than like it seems like a week and a half go (laughs) between things mm-hmm. of various kinds so anyway we don't need to review all of those things you can listen to our back catalog if you want to hear us <laughs> talk about that but, so now maybe we can now we could actually maybe just go into like some of the stuff that people wrote as their their thoughts about the kitsune moments
1: like i said before we did not expect the number of responses we got so we just kind of cherry picked some of our favorites from the different social media platforms we did this on Um, So if you don't hear yours, sorry. We did read them. I promise we read them all and enjoyed them all. But we just don't have time to talk about all of them, which is a good problem to have.
0: (laughs) Indeed. Uh, So if you want to, maybe since I've just been nonstop talking, if you want to. You don't want to keep talking? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Uh,
1: So the whole thing started on Twitter. So I'm just going to start with Twitter. And, you know, I'm going to start reading them. Um, Maybe Paul and I will chime in with, what our favorite moments was at the very end before we wrap up. And you know, if you have any other thoughts in the chat room or Paul stop me as we go through, if we want to talk about any of these more specifically, I'm just going to dive right in. Sure. Okay. So we're going to start with cam metal on Twitter. Who's in our chat right now. Hashtag keeps any moments. Four years ago, I watched the road of resistance video and seeing the crowd. Whoa. As one was what made me a fan. Being a part of the whoa at the forum was the greatest thing I have ever been a part of. That whole day, eight a.m. to two or three a.m. will be the best day of my life. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, really pretty cool.
0: And the forum is a theme through a number of these. Uh, mm-hmm. And although I I have a cynical take in a way on like how they scheduled the forum tickets and the, and then after that the announcement of the of the U.S. dates uh, <laughs> to make everybody go to the forum first. Uh-huh. Uh I think that was pretty cool to like get everybody together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sarah on Twitter, I finally got to see them live this year in Boston. It was one of the happiest, most exciting days ever, and I'm still in a little bit of shock that they actually performed Headbanger. I turned 20 this year too, so that made me feel even more special. Metal Incarnate on Twitter, the moment of 2019 would have to be the forum show. Sue's opening narration ending with don't think, feel, right into that earthquake-inducing thud of a first note in Future Metal. I lost my mind and went nuts. Yeah, I got to say that was actually really pretty awesome. Um, that's probably, that's up there with maybe Legend S for concert openings for me mm-hmm. because it flowed so well and was so emotional. Maybe I was just exhausted and dehydrated from being outside in the heat all day. But yeah, that was that was a really cool moment.
0: Yeah, the the, the timing of all of that, just from like mm-hmm. the beginning to the end of Dada Dance was impeccable.
1: <laughs> it really was. It was really cool. Uh, big props to the Fox God team for putting that together. John Metal on Twitter, so many great moments from baby metal this year, but if I had to pick one, it would definitely be seeing them live for the first time. I will never forget the forum show, definitely my favorite moment from this year. Manosu, a Japanese fan we had a Japanese fan replying him that's really cool. he did it in English, so big props to you if you're listening as expected. Cool. it is the coolest, unexpected stability. He will follow baby metal all of his life
0: mm-hmm. yeah unexpected stability that seems like actually a pretty good description (laughs) of what what we got in 2019 yeah
1: yeah absolutely lucifer on twitter entering the foxhole this year 2019 was the year of my baby metal journey began that's really cool welcome it was a good year to get into it i think
0: yeah no that's true i i think i I started just to kind of like the least good time i had to get into it although i have had a blast
1: (laughs) so (laughs) yeah um abby Oh, uh, she actually did two. I picked her second one. Uh, ever since I first saw a live video of Headbanger, I've dreamt about bowing down to Sue at the barrier during the song. Four years later, I got to achieve my dream at the forum. That that is really cool. I can relate to that. <laughs> Being able to do that for the first time too this year was really awesome. Uh, Bama metal. Due to the Braves game on the same night, our planned baby metal Atlanta after party pretty much fell through. Luckily, a bunch of wandering Kitsune turned into a group of about 15 or 16. We had an impromptu after party at the local Steak and Shake. And he has a picture of the Steak and Shake, which is really awesome. And I got to say, that just sums up this community, I think, really well.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think, you know, some of that stuff that happens kind of around the shows is is pretty excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, like at the forum, we, you know, got a chance afterwards to go like hang out at this, this like taco shop with a bunch of yeah. people and was that was yeah. very fun i know there was a point there was a point at the boston show where i went with no one that i know, <laughs> you know to to a little um like nearby burger place the fact that you can leave the line and come back also is is an excellent <laughs> aspect yes. of this fan base
1: yes absolutely that being said if you choose to do that don't disappear for eight hours you know go yes. for an hour maybe two take a nap get your food come back please <laughs> thank you Uh, okay, back at it. Marshall Rhodes. When I listened to the new album at a local park that I really enjoyed playing disc golf at, I had a moment of complete bliss and I felt the music and nature and life a certain way. It was peaceful. And at the same time, Dada Dance just made me want to dance.
0: That's, that's kind of interesting to, hadn't actually occurred to me to think about like, you know, the environment in which I listened to the album for the first time. Yeah. I don't actually remember, <laughs> but I was just too desperate to you know, get, get to, to hit play.
1: I mean, as long as you weren't listening on your phone speakers or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: think I, I think I did better than that. But yeah. okay.
1: So we also did this on Reddit, made a Reddit post. So we're gonna move to Reddit. These are all Reddit posts now. Muda Metal, my favorite baby metal moments of the year: meeting new people in the queue at the shows and at the parties, seeing friends from last year again. This was a good year to be a baby metal fan. And some more specific moments, the emotion of Baby Metal taking the stage in Atlanta, his first show of the year, and the emotion of the LA Forum opening. Don't think, feel came across the screen. Everyone knew exactly what was meant and they felt it. And the resulting roar of agreement from the audience was impactful. Yeah. Gotta agree with that. Yep. <laughs> These people are,
0: whatever else they are, they're very good at stage shows.
1: <laughs> yes absolutely. Andrew underscore LZ. I think all of the small moments, including seeing how much Shizuka and Moa have matured and grown leading up to the form show made it feel like a bigger moment overall. And it was for them. As far as the U.S. concerned with the arena milestone, their energy and emotion from them and the Avengers all throughout to the end, all of it leading to bigger things just from what their tour stops are showing.
0: And it reminds me actually a little bit of the. I hope you don't mind my just like piping yeah. into like a little yeah. random commentary.
1: <laughs> but, Absolutely.
0: Um, but this is some of the one of the things that was that sort of came up in the Mikiko interview too is that, uh, you know, that they really, you know, in order to yeah. kind of get the Avengers up to speed and, and kind of like work everything out uh, with different people, they really spent a lot of time doing, you know, a lot of quality work time with each eventer and you know so they were and they rehearsed with each one so you mm-hmm. know they've re- rehearsed like three times <laughs> as much as they yeah. would otherwise right so it was I th- you know i really think the connection with all three of them um with momoko rio and Kano are, it's got to be pretty strong
1: yeah i would think so okay back at it papio poil this is a little bit of a longer one so bear with me i became a fan this year not just a fan but full-on obsessed with baby metal music is a big factor in my life and influencing my moods my tastes run the entire spectrum of music, from R&B, rap, 80s hairband, 70s classics, grunge, metal, thrash, classic blues, easy listening to death metal. I range from Beastie Boys, 311, DRI, Suicidal Tendencies, Metallica, Anthex, Brian McKnight, N.W.A., Too Short, Led Zeppelin, CCR, Soundgarden, Trampled Under the Foot, Megadeth, Drew Hill, System of a Down, Static X to Michael Jackson. Just to scratch the surface of what's in my music collection. <laughs> Big surface. <laughs> it's a pretty big surface i remember coming across the music video for distortion on youtube back in may and i was very much like what the hell is this nothing like i'd heard before it pumped me the f up had the death growl had the power female lead then when they launched into the chorus sung in japanese and with moa's harmonies i thought this song is freaking awesome so i began to search for them online next i watched the music video for karate Holy freaking sheet. This was the (laughs) coolest, most original, most catchy, most powerful song I had heard in a long time. During the opening riff, when they tweak the guitar for that high pitched screech note, I get chills. It was like a fresh drink of water in the desert of crap. I had been listening to for the last couple of years. You know how you have that instant feeling that this is immediately your thing. I knew after watching it a couple of times that this was my thing. I wanted to hear more. I needed to hear more. And his journey began. Yeah, I think that's just really cool, and I think that's really pretty relatable to a lot of other people's journeys.
0: Yeah, I think it might actually be quite likely that people with this relatively broad music appreciation are the people who will will sort of see what's going on <laughs> with the big. Model. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, I see that this is actually working very well. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think I can kind of understand the obsessed point of view and
1: mm-hmm. so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many magazines do you have
0: twice as many as they published, <laughs> but, um, Oh, and I got, um, the, what was it? Metal, uh, metal hammer. I think they had a special Japan edition where people were on the cover. And even mm-hmm. those had the orange colored photo of Moro inside.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
0: I, I was going to say that it's interesting though, that, um, to hear from people who got here from distortion, You know, because I think of Distortion as kind of like a new, uncharacteristic kind of song. At least I kind of did when it came out, for sure. But, you know, it works. It gets people in. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, moving on. Trek's Door. About a month ago, I mentioned here that I lost my job and had financial difficulties, and therefore I didn't buy the new album. So what happened next? I got a message from one of the Kitsunes here saying that a gift card was waiting for me on Amazon.jp. So this is how I got my physical copy of the album. Things got slightly better for me, by the way. And last week I ordered the same album once again. This time it is shipping to my niece as a Christmas present, and I I, I picked this one out just because I wanted to show how cool this community is and how supportive it is of everybody. You know this this isn't an isolated incident. You know I, I've seen stuff like this happen all the time since I became a fan, and it's it's really cool and really heartwarming to see.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, both parts of that are amazing. <laughs> Actually, yeah. the fact that in order to kind of pay it forward, the truck store you know sent one off mm-hmm.
1: to a niece. Yeah, really cool. X gone on Reddit. My favorite moment from this year was seeing them for the first time at Brixton Academy. Hands down, one of if not the best days of my life. Spending all day hanging out in the line with other baby metal fans, watching Sue. Moa and Riho and the Kami band totally blew me away, and then the after party. I will never forget that day. KC Fox zero nine seven one. I have kept baby metal at arm distance the last couple of years, enjoying what I heard, but never digging further than the major internet blips now and then that would come up on my feed. My first taste of baby metal was Gimme Chocolate when it first went viral, and I loved it, but at the same time didn't give it much thought after that. Heard karate, and made it a must for any of my racing playlists. That was about it. This year, down the foxhole, I went. I am so glad I have taken the time to learn about all the hidden gems that makes up this band. Black baby metal, all the DVDs, the beautifully produced concerts, knowing who the commie band are, giving them the full respect they deserve. Music has never made me feel this good before, ever. Watching baby metal is like something I need to do now at least once. Who are we kidding? As many times as I can a day. <laughs> Whenever I listen to any of their songs, I always have a smile on my face. I hope this journey lasts 10 plus more years. I have always respected metal. Robotech was my favorite show growing up as a kid, and I have always had a love for Japanese culture. So when I started looking into Baby Metal's vast catalog of original and covered material, I was in a new musical heaven. Understanding and getting to know Baby Metal from the bass sub SG unit to the majestic and professional ladies they have become today has been my best baby metal moment.
0: It's eloquent. I think that covers more than a moment, <laughs> 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 but um, I, yeah, I, I totally identify with this. I assume others do as well. Mm-hmm. I, I probably have said this before, but I, it is possible to see on, in your Google history, you know, like what, what you've done in Google. If you, if you left the, whatever it is, all knowing eye on <laughs> collecting uh, history. but uh-huh. So you can, I can see when I watched videos and um, I can see that I basically watched Gimme Chocolate immediately uh, and then mm-hmm. apparently just didn't give it any further thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's, uh, it's kind of an, an annoying to see that, but um, I mean, I guess I gave it enough further thought to kind of keep it a little bit at a distance in a way, like thinking this is just not, you know, I can see what this is <laughs> and this is not something I want mm-hmm. um, when I was, I was wrong on both counts. <laughs> yeah. It, it is interesting though. Uh, the, you know, like I, I also have this experience where probably not a day goes by when I don't listen to something by them, which is a little ridiculous when, when saying it out loud, <laughs> but it isn't actually that much content though. I mean, now we have got another album, <laughs> but it's amazing that what we do have is actually still capable of holding my attention this long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Okay. Evil metal still on Reddit. Hey, just decided to make an account to comment on this thread. Well, hey, thanks for making a Reddit account just to participate in this.
0: Reddit is a joyous place. You will love it here. <laughs> yes. You'll
1: love it. <laughs> uh, okay. I really got deep into the foxhole this year. I remembered a few years ago listening to Give Me Chocolate and Megitsune, loved it, liking them, but sort of dismissed the band as sort of another Japanese gimmick band. Some stray comments over the years about how amazing they are live made me check out their tour dates, and boom, one is in Boston. Any Boston Kitsunes here? I don't know, are there? Yeah,
0: well, uh, we heard from Sarah, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple we've talked about. (laughs) But yes, I was also there. (laughs) (laughs) I quickly gathered some fellow weebs, I made it in the most positive way, and bought some tickets sometime in June. This is where it all starts. Without a wall of text, spoiler, it's a little bit of a wall of text, I caught up (laughs) to their discography listening to them on repeat. Despite being only three-month-old real fan, seeing them in the flesh was a religious experience. My only regret was not going to more than one concert. After that, I had a terrible case of the baby metal Blues and has just been listening to their music nonstop. Truth is, this year has been especially hard. Earlier, I decided that i was depressed and finally went to see a therapist being in grad school i also have my candidacy exam passed a month ago congratulations that's awesome getting myself together has been hard but the rediscovery of baby metal and discovering my dad wrote a porno go listen i looked it's okay okay <laughs> were the two main sources of joy to me sue's voice and moa's smile were things that fill up my often empty soul Made me a forever fan, and may these wonderful ladies continue to bring happiness to the world, and most importantly, themselves.
0: Nice. Yeah, it is surprisingly interesting to hear everyone's kind of origin stories this way.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to Discord. Okay. Slimy Metal. Going through the whole Orlando 2019 Dorian situation, the hurricane, if you forget, there was a hurricane hitting Florida right at the beginning of their tour. Mm Mm-hmm. Going through the whole Orlando 2019 Dorian situation and them actually not canceling and experiencing my first baby metal show. I thought I was going to be depressed all the way ho- all the way to the forum, but it didn't happen. So that's good. I'm glad you weren't depressed and you made it all the way to the forum.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, it's interesting to think back on that now, but, you know, it seemed like a, a super real possibility that the very beginning of that tour would not happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So...
0: And that would have been that would have been kind of a bummer just because of all the like how given their super tight schedule, that wasn't going to get rescheduled.
1: Yeah, that would have been awful. Uh, Beard disease. Flying across the country for a show was pretty cool for the forum. I know people who fly to other countries, but being able to have a big show here in the U.S. and flying to it was surreal. Corvine. 2019 was the year I became a big, nay, obsessive fan. I heard about Baby Metal. Back in 2014, 15, when they really took off, but for whatever reason, it never really stuck with me. Though I had Megatine as an MP3. This summer, I was poking through some Glastonbury vids and thought, "Oh, hey, look, they're still around." Got dragged into the foxhole <laughs> via what I bet is a familiar route of the likes of Karate, both the live download version and the music video, Road of Resistance live in Japan, etc., etc. I've been into the me- I've been into metal since the very late 80s. I'm a huge Ramstein. Maiden, Megadeth fan, but think baby metal are the most refreshing thing to happen to a now stale genre in 20 years. Been proselytizing ever since to whoever will listen, and should they come back to the US next year, I will find a way to get to a show. Okay, Under Carter. Hi everyone. 2019 was quite significant for me. Not only did I dive headfirst down the foxhole, but baby metal rekindled my love for music completely. The last gig I went to was Metallica 10 years ago. Since then, the only thing I listened to was Metallica every now and then. I wasn't really interested in seeking out anything new. I first heard of Baby Metal when WWE used karate as a theme song for NXT, and I liked it, but for whatever reason, I never followed up on it. Then this year, I think it was August time, I was randomly flicking through the channels on TV and saw Sky Arts were showing Baby Metal live at Wembley. I was intrigued, so I watched the whole show and was in awe. That show made me fall head over heels. I needed more, though, so I downloaded Spotify for the first time, searched for baby metal, and hit shuffle. I couldn't get enough, so I searched out everything I could find YouTube reaction videos, blogs, magazine features, and our podcast. Well, hey, cool. That's an organic yeah. new viewer. That's awesome. Thanks nice. for finding us. Then I stumbled upon the Reddit group and have been working my way through every pro shot concert on there. Uh, massive thanks to everyone involved putting that together. I've now found so many other bands I really like too, but it was all down to baby metal kickstarting my love of music again. I may have only been a fan for a few months but wow, what a few months. A new album, tour, interviews. I now sit here at the end of 2019 with 3 gigs already lined up for next year. The first one of course being Baby Metal in February at Manchester. First gig in 10 years and I cannot wait. 2020 should be another great year for Baby Metal and I'm so glad I'm here now for the ride. Kitsune's up.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
1: That is really cool.
0: Yeah, I mean I think so the Wembley show, that is a good candidate
1: mm-hmm. for
0: like the first thing to give somebody. Absolutely. <laughs> that is a really good one. Um, I myself can kind of identify with that reawakening that baby metal sort of provides in yeah. terms of like music. I mean, I myself was really not listening to very much of anything uh, up until coming across them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, whatever I, I was really actually, quite heavy into like lots of music up and up Mm -hmm. through like college and stuff but i was similar related to undercard like not seeking anything out you know i think i've you know since starting to listen to baby metal have kind of gotten into at least things that are one degree away from them (laughs) in one way (laughs) or another so
1: yeah i can totally relate to that too i i gotta be honest i have kind of a really similar story you know I, i was kind of burned out on music just like he was until I found baby metal and it kind of reef ignited the fire for me to go out and find new music and explore new genres and things like that. Um, so totally relatable. Okay. Last one. Yeah. Um, some of you might remember avenged metal part of the podcast here at the beginning. I've never flown on a plane before until 2019. And I'm just going to pause there and say, that's awesome. Yeah. And then kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. My first flight and first time solo traveling was to the forum in L.A. It was an amazing experience to meet so many celebrity fans and also to meet a few people I knew from the 2018 tour. The forum was so special because everyone in the community was going to it, so it was like a huge family reunion. Meeting Grab and Lombax again after the first time in Dallas last year and meeting Paulways on your side and Tyra, who are some of my many friends on Discord, was exhilarating meeting celebrity fans like Paul S and Callie and Lily was surreal. Finally being part of such a monumental moment in Baby Metal's history was the best part of it all. Very nice. Yeah. I think that was kind of a good yeah. one to end on.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed meeting <laughs> Avenged Metal also. <laughs> yeah, and actually I've been only sort of keeping a half eye on the on the chat room, but there's been I think there's been some discussions in there too of, you know, the various moments from the shows and largely fan gatherings and stuff so if you if you're listening to this and want to scroll back in the live chat room at about this time you can see what the photos that people are posting here as well
1: mm-hmm. so yeah that's gotta say thanks again for everybody who participated um it's been a blast reading through all of your stories
0: it's been very interesting to read them uh we would be happy to continue to read them <laughs> if you continue to <laughs> use the hashtag mm-hmm. it will no longer really be i guess a 2019 retrospective if we're doing this in 2020 but um it's still interesting to hear people's people's origin stories
1: yeah i i think we'd be remiss though if we didn't say our own so paul what was your kitsune moment of 2019
0: it's a tough question actually not <laughs> hearing all these things. But, i mean I, one of the things that kind of meant a lot or like you know affected me a lot or whatever was it was a, a big event was was being at the boston show being right up in front you know mm-hmm. seeing seeing these things that i had been watching for a year and a half play out feet from me (laughs) yeah so um that was pretty surreal but i would probably put the forum you know the the events surrounding the forum uh you know talking to everybody in the parking lot commiserating about the heat you know (laughs)
1: um
0: that was a lot of fun Um, yeah the show itself was great but i i have to kind of think that maybe like some of the surrounding events were also you know like as important
1: yeah absolutely it's kind of amazing how all the ancillary activities and things you do that aren't the concert are kind of tend to stand out mm-hmm. really kind of says a lot about the community and the friendship in the fandom.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a, uh, an important part of the the whole experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what, what is yours? So mine, I just got, it's gotta be legend M for me. Mm-hmm. I was really wishy-washy and kind of nervous about going to Japan so much so that I, I, I didn't win a lottery. Um, I had friends egging me on and telling me, you need to go, you need to go, we'll find you a ticket. And I was really pretty nervous doing kind of in planning a big old trip like that. I don't know why I was nervous planning a big old trip like that um, kind of by myself for the first time. And I'm really glad I did uh, because, you know, Yokohama was cool. Getting to experience all of that was a great way to start. But then just the emotion of being a MOA fan at Legendam night one when Headbanger starts, knowing what's coming. And then to cap it off with that incredible duet and debut of Shine, uh, with Mo playing guitar, was really, really an emotional moment. It was really cool. Um, you know, one of the first things I saw when I got into this band was the Road to Resistance music video, the live in Japan on YouTube, and I was like, "Wow, that's incredible! I need to experience that." So being able to experience something like that at a show in Japan in that crowd, you know, moshing and running in circles. And to top it all off, with a Moa banger followed by Shine and her playing guitar, was just incredible. Left me speechless. and made me really thankful that I had the opportunity to to go.
0: Yeah, I think if I think if I had been there, I would probably have used that same moment. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of neat.
0: The you know, like you were mentioning, Headbanger starts and you know you know what's coming basically. And I think that is that is was kind of an interesting thing about Legend that that like we all maybe not everybody in that entire audience, but a large proportion of people kind of were hoping for slash expecting that to happen, that Mm -hmm. they would play headbanger and Mo would sing it. And so as soon as you heard the sort of like intro organ or whatever it is, you know, yeah, everybody knew what was what was going to happen. But then they still surprised you with shine.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Really just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never I'll never forget that.
0: It's, yeah. Someday, maybe in October.
1: Come on, Paul. October, you can't miss the tenth <laughs> anniversary. You know it's going to be incredible.
0: Oh, that was a, another thing that you said that that reminded me of something that that uh you said that people are sort of like egging you on <laughs> to go. <laughs> that's that's the thing about this group. Uh the, not the group but the uh, the fan base.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh
0: we are terrible enablers.
1: Yeah, we really are. <laughs>
0: so uh I mean there's no way that I would have that I would have gone to as much or bought as much stuff or I might well not have even stuck around as long (laughs) without the the group kind of going oh that's okay this is normal Uh uh-huh yeah there's a a couple things I I know you were trying to finish thank you for reading all those things by the way (laughs) of course (laughs) Um, a couple people are mentioning things in the chat room I don't know if you're keeping an eye on this but uh john metal says uh that he met me at the forum that's good that's true <laughs> it was fun it was in, i think he actually said oh yeah the forum show was his very first baby metal concert
1: awesome yeah that's a good one to be your first exactly it's a good start yeah uh-huh.
0: just on the on the supportive uh nature of the fan base I mean, it is a group that will argue with each other <laughs> but <laughs> but ultimately support each other
1: yeah um I remember one of the uh, kitsune moments I forget who exactly said it but I didn't include that part of it was he said you know we may bicker and argue online but it all goes away when you go to a show and you're in line together and he couldn't be more right.
0: Yeah, no I think it's true like in in um there's something about if you're sitting there in Reddit or sitting there in Discord or whatever all of the all of the sort of like the band stuff is presumed background. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so you fight about the little details but when you're out in the real world in a line you know in a physical line outside a show um everybody loves just you know diving in and talking about all the stuff that they that they you know care so much about yeah and even if you do disagree in line you know you get over it it's fun
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh okay
1: that about wraps up 2019
0: i think that probably does yeah it's been uh an interesting and somewhat unexpected ride <laughs> so, um And it's, I mean, I think it's really amazing that we're ending 2019 with a huge amount of momentum. I mean, like, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's arbitrarily stopping at the end of December, but (laughs) there's no, there's no real break. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what they do, you know, in the next couple of things that round off the year, like the Countdown show. And I really, I'm just dying to know what happens in Legend Metal Galaxy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you and me both.
0: But yeah, 2020 is scheduled all the way through, you know, summer. I think. And, um, or at least March or something. No summer. And, um, I, I cannot wait to find out what they do in October. The 10th anniversary thing is it's bothering me that we don't know. It's fun to think about what it could be. I think Uh, it's actually, it's almost more fun to think about what it could be if it isn't a concert. Sure. Um, anyway, we'll see. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah. I just want to say one more thing. I just want to thank, thank our audience. You know, it's really awesome. For this show, you know, we've grown a lot this year. we completely changed the format. We have new hosts since when we started, and we couldn't we wouldn't do all this if people didn't care to listen um and It's really cool that people actually want to listen to us talk, and that's kind of surreal to think about um so <laughs> thank you to everybody out there who supports what we do um we have a lot of fun doing it um and so thank you, hopefully you're back for next year.
0: Yes, I second that definitely it's um it is amazing. You know, at some point, the, uh, you know, the, whatever, the hosting renewal came up and it, it reminded me that, you know, it's been, you know, it's actually been a year we've been doing this. It's amazing.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Um, but it's, it's been a lot of fun to do. I mean, um, and it, we definitely appreciate all the, all the people that have been listening. Uh, oh, and also Garrett will be back, but uh, great, you know, great thanks to Garrett and to VARS too, for yeah, participating absolutely. in the earlier. Anything else I was going to say? I don't know. You know, have a, have a good 2020. We will find some good pun for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh and i guess we'll probably see you in the new year and i guess that's it for this episode you can join us on the baby metal podcast discord to continue the conversation rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it so please do that we'll be back here next year and so we hope you'll join us then and until then see you